Welcome back to another episode of Church Conversations Over Coffee. My name is Kevin Perry. I'm the youth director here at Lifeway Church in Federal Way, Washington. And I'm joined by Billy Arnold, our senior pastor. And we're going to be prepping for the next sermon that's coming out. When this show airs, it'll be on Thursday. And so a few more days and you'll be preaching on Sunday sermon. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Well, uh, we're going to jump into it. Billy, what is uh, this Sunday passage? This is the last uh, section of Romans 8. Mm -hmm. And again, I have focused these four weeks on just Romans 8. Now, I'm tying in a lot of other passages, obviously, because the Bible as a whole crowds in and speaks to Romans Mm -hmm. 8 or comes, you know, and the themes of it are all over the scripture and vice versa. Romans 8 is found all over the scripture. But it is the focus of Romans 8, one of my favorite chapters in all the Bible. In fact, to the point, Kevin, where, um, oh, a few months ago at our church, there was a, a lady who was very excited to get a new new Bible, true story, and she came and, you know, I was honored. She wanted me to sign it and whatnot and write some of my favorite scriptures. And I write Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 and a mm-hmm. couple of others, and I put Romans 8 as an entire chapter. And after I did that, I thought that's really true. It's a, yeah. it's a chapter of the Bible. It's a section of the Bible that just speaks to so much of life. And I mean, you know, and we're going to nail it down and, and deal with the last few verses. Okay. Uh, essentially for Sunday it's verses 30, Romans 8, 38, 31 through 39. That's hmm. the last few eight verses there. Incredible. Passage. Yeah. Awesome. Um, one thing that I've noticed, and I, I don't know if you've noticed as we've been doing this series as a church, I feel like I've seen a lot of other churches or a lot of other people read Romans 8, talk about Romans eight, it, it feels like God is kind of put it on a lot of churches hearts to go through Romans eight. Uh, so I think they're, you know, all of scripture is important and all of scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, correcting, rebuking, training and righteousness. But I think there is something unique about this passage that really deals with the, this epic story of, of Jesus Christ coming to this world and making a way for us. Um, I think it's, it's fun to go over the headings of each section yeah. in the Bible. So mine says God's everlasting love. What does yours say? Mine says more than conquerors, which is okay. a common phrase yeah. for a lot of this part of the Bible. But you're right. Headings in different. It kind of cues us in. Yeah. So uh, does that mean for this Sunday we can expect to do more than conquerors by Ren Collective as part of a worship song? Uh, maybe. Maybe we <laughs> should. Maybe you and Rachel ought to do that one. But the. Uh, 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 but. Undeniably, that is a theme. What does your say again? Uh, God's everlasting love. Yeah, and that's that is in there. It's all in there. Mm -hmm. It's can you remove the love of God when you trust in Him? Can you remove the love of God from? Life mm-hmm. from your life, from the circumstances of your life, and in this case, the the more than conquerors themes. Obviously, that term comes out here, but but that's what it is. Can you yeah. really lose? Yeah, you know, which that's a big uh, theological question that I think this passage speaks to is can can once you're saved, can you lose your salvation? Mm-hmm. I, man, that's I, obviously there's a lot to it. But I this is one of the passages that personally I read and I think, no, you can't lose your salvation once you're you're actually in a saving 
growing relationship with Christ, once he has, uh, by the grace of the Holy Spirit, done a work on your heart and brought you into relationship, once you've been adopted as a child of God, you can't be unadopted. And, and partly I think, and I agree, but yeah. partly I think that's because, you know, we didn't earn it to begin with. Yeah, exactly. Now, um, you know, you can lose your religion. Mm-hmm. In simplistic terms, I put it that way. Yeah. Uh, you can walk away from the, the church as a whole, you know. Yeah, you can lose your, lose your religious zeal. And yeah. That term in the human sense of the word. But your, 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 your hand, the hand of God on your life cannot be removed by, by circumstances, by Satan himself. Yeah. And he spells it out there. Yeah. Versus these last few and I mean, I think that's one of the, the process, and I, we've talked about this a lot, but like the process of sanctification is there are, there are ups and downs in, in the life of a believer. Um, and I think it's important to note too, that we're not called to judge. If somebody walks away from the church, if somebody even says, you know, I don't believe it, we're not, we're not called to judge whether or not that person is actually saved. And we, we can't know for a hundred percent sure why, like if somebody is saved or not, there are things that we can do. You can, you can judge people by their fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are things we can, we can know, but I, I know I find a lot of comfort in this passage to say, no matter how much I sin, no matter how I respond, uh, to a situation or a crisis in my life, God is ultimately in control. My, my response doesn't dictate his love for me. And this, and I agree. And the circumstances of life don't dictate mm-hmm. his one for me. And that's really important here. In fact, I actually, I think some of the theology you're alluding to comes out of here, but I think another part of the theology of this is, is literally, can life itself be thrown enough at you yeah. to, to be removed? And that is spelled out. Yeah. In fact, I want to just point out, there's a quote in here and, and encouraging all of us as you read ahead, it, it quotes actually in verse 36, he's quoting Psalm 44, hmm. Psalm 44, verse 22, you know, and that it's one of my favorites because it says, for, for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Mm-hmm. That verse since sits in the center of these latter verses, which is why it really I'm going to launch it Sunday was verse 31 that says, what can we say? It starts with a question. What can yeah. we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? And then he says, you know, we've got troubles and hardships and famine and sword and, and you know, and then he quotes that Psalm 44. Yeah. For your sake, we face death all day long like sheep to be slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Illustration, if you don't mind me jumping yeah. off, is illustration I love to think of it is, is uh, and I've used this many times because it's here, but it's, it's like going to a, a, an animal slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. And animals, if you've ever been to one, I've been to those and, and they're all pinned up and it's very graphic and it's very kind of gruesome. Mm-hmm. We don't think about it when we have a hamburger, yeah. but the, these animals are shoot, you know, run down this chute and through this pin and they don't really know what's coming. They're mm-hmm. crowded in. And again, the gruesome nature of this picture is actually very real. And I, I think it's important that we point it out, but you're shoved down the chute so that at the end of the chute, what happens? You're slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Um, human beings left to our own nature are exactly that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we work, we work, we work, and we get to the end, and what do we've got? The beauty of our walk with Christ is you cannot take away my relationship to Christ. Yes, humanly speaking, I am shoved down a tunnel. Mm-hmm. 
that humanly speaking doesn't have a good end. Yeah. But in Christ, uh, in, in Christ relationship, it has a glorious finish. Yeah. In that way. Well, I even like that. I mean, you read Psalm 44 and there's a lot. It ends with the psalmist crying out, asking, where is God? Where is God in the midst of this? And yet 45, the heading for it is your throne, O God, is forever. And yeah. so, so and even 45 verse one, my heart overflows with a pleasing theme. I address my verse to the king. My tongue is like the pen of a ready scribe and it, it I don't know there it brings up this this uh, sense of God is there even even when we can't feel him we don't feel close to him we're in our valleys God is there his love for us is still there um, yeah, oh, it's awesome. And even actually, that's interesting. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes in my Bible right now. In Psalm 45, it brings up uh, in verse 7, uh, therefore God, your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. Uh, that word anointed is the same root word for Messiah. Mm -hmm. And so it's even kind of in the psalmist is cluing us into how Christ is ultimately going to come. Sending the redeemer. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Well, it's just a great promise. Yeah. I actually to have used at a Christian funeral. This is one of the favorite passages mm -hmm. too. Um, and, you know, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, yeah. angels nor demons, neither uh, things present or things in the future, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, or anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God yeah. that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We do feel like that person sometimes in life walking down that chute yeah. waiting to be slaughtered. And again, humanly speaking, we are. Yeah. But when we have our dead-on faith in Him, this becomes the truth mm -hmm. that we by. And that's why my heading would say we're conquerors. The, the one problem I have with that title, by the way, it, it, it makes it on the human side. I'm the conqueror. Yeah. I'm not the conqueror. Totally. I'm the conqueror lives in me. Yeah, for sure. And so that's the, that's my problem with sometimes the use of that. Verse. Yeah. We misuse it. We don't conquer anything. He yeah. Conquered everything. That's why it's important to remember. We are more than conquerors in Christ. In it's Christ. in Christ that, yeah, yeah, I think you're totally right. It's so easy to think of that as, yeah, I can, I can do this. I can get through this. I can, you know, pull myself up by my bootstraps kind of mentality. Yeah, it is. When, it is. It's a self-help. Yeah, exactly. Kind of but it's no, it's I'm a slave to Christ. I can't help but be a conqueror because I'm his slave. I'm a slaughtered man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a slaughtered woman. Yeah. I'm facing nothing but doom and gloom. Yeah. But in Christ, he is the conqueror mm -hmm. and I get the benefit. That's why nothing can separate. Mm -hmm. It's a classic verse. It's yeah. a classic, classic truth. And remember who it points to, though. It really does point to him. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's the crescendo of all of this is it's the epic story, the epic family we get to be a part of, the epic future is really because of the epic Jesus, mm -hmm. the epic Christ. And that's how I frame this last century. Yeah. It really is the epic nature of, of the glorious understanding of who yeah. Christ is. And so you're bringing this whole series to an end this Sunday. Um, what is a way, obviously at this point, you know, we should have been reading through this chapter a ton, reading it on your own, journaling through it, underlining stuff. Uh, what else can we do to prep for, the, for listening to your sermon on Sunday? Oh, I, you know, 
I, I, there's there's a lot of good music out there to listen yeah, to. Um, totally. We talked about that last Sunday. I brought up two songs last weekend uh, that were part of that. I have one um, that that I wanted to use for this this week, mm -hmm. uh, but you know it, could, it, it speaks to this. In fact, it, it's really a, a a quote out of the book of Isaiah that Chris Tomlin wrote a song. Uh, but that speaks to that. So I think sometimes good mm -hmm. music that's, that I, I would still ask people when you're reading this passage and, and, you know, reading ahead, think less about you and more about Christ. Yeah. The prep for this is really that because mm -hmm. I'm going to stress this a good bit on Sunday is that is that the prep for this is it's not about you. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the very famous Christian books that were written over the last couple of decades is the Rick Warren book. And his opening line is of that entire book is it's not about you. Yeah. It's not about you. It's not about you. Human beings tend to make it about me. Mm -hmm. if I better myself. Um, I'm not denying the fact that there are some things that we all need to improve on. You yeah. Improve. I need to improve. Everybody needs to improve. Uh, but it, it depth of understanding is is elevating Christ. So I'd recommend the way to prep is always read this passage. Yeah. It's always starting to insert, start the habit of inserting the fact that it's elevating him mm -hmm. that makes the difference. Totally. Not elevating me. Now, I am just curious, uh, the song you're referencing with Chris Tomlin, did he actually write it or did he just uh, do a cover of it and <laughs> make no it famous? Idea. Right off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm it's, sorry. Uh, I just, it, the God of Angels Army. Yeah. He's he he does that a lot. So I just, oh, yeah. I was, it's kind we of can, a yeah. inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I'm hoping Chris that. Tomlin doesn't listen to this podcast and get mad I'm at me. Pretty sure he won't. Yeah. But, yeah, but he, he can if he yeah. wants. <laughs> He's welcome. Yeah. Well, Chris, if you're listening to this, uh, I apologize. I listened to his podcast the other day, actually. Really? So, yeah. Uh, man. Well, uh, if anybody out there knows Chris Tomlin, um, pass this on to him, I guess. <laughs> Well, awesome, though. Uh, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Billy. Is there anything else? I mean, I think that's a great challenge. Let's let's read it. Let's let's think about Christ more than ourselves. It's even that famous, you know, he is greater than I. So let's look to him. Uh, I may decrease Christ may increase mentality. It's a theme of, of the scriptures that, mm -hmm. that I think in the Christian teaching, not yeah. insult anything, but I think somehow that gets severely missed. Totally. And even this passage that makes us the great, it makes it sound like we are the conquerors. Yeah. I struggle with that. We are the conquerors. Mm -hmm. He is the conqueror. Yeah. It is all about him. But I get the glorious reward yeah. of that. And make that true in, our, in your life. Mm -hmm. The preparation for this is always, how can I do things that elevate him? How can I make sure that I'm not the champion here? He is. Yeah. I am no champion. I'm a loser. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite quotes of all time is from Count Nicholas von Zinzendorf, who said, preach the gospel, die, and be forgotten. I just think that's such a cool, and it's yeah. it's... That's, I mean, that's our life. That should be our life goal is don't remember me. And I mean, you've said that a lot with your sermons. If you, if you miss everything I say in my sermon, doesn't matter. Read your Bible. That's like, read the passage. That's what's important. Um, it's, it's our job as communicators of God's word to do just that, to communicate clearly the message of scripture uh, by pointing people to it. So uh, awesome. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for watching and listening to this podcast, wherever you are. I really want to encourage you to subscribe 
subscribe, uh, give us a rating, hopefully a good one. Uh, it'd be a bummer if you gave us a negative one, but we appreciate your honesty. Uh, let us know in the comments if there's anything you'd like to hear uh, or if you have any questions, ways we can be praying for you. Um, otherwise, from all of us here at Lifeway, God bless, and we'll see you later. See you, Sunday.